Now, I know you see the, the title, the thumbnail is Mercedes is slow and they are slow. OK, I'm not talking about the development of the car. I'm not talking about Lewis Hamilton, his ability to go faster. Yes, the car was faster it, in comparison. And we all know the little break so-called situation that, you know, Max was having, quote unquote, from one day to the next day. We'll talk about that a little bit, too. But I'm talking about Mercedes studies long and they study wrong. And this is not the first time they've done this. They've done this several times before. They do this too often. They study, study long and they study wrong. And it is, it is starting to get, it, 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 no, no, it's not starting to get, it's egregious at this time. It's egregious at this time what they're doing, what they haven't been able to do, what they consistently do. It's almost like they're channeling their inner Ferrari. And at this point in time, things are getting aggravating to see a team like Mercedes consistently do this. Consistently do this. So we are going to talk about these situations. We are going to get into these situations. But first, I want to talk about some of some of the things that took place during the race. Talk about some of the teams. Haas. Paul, big shout out, Paul Koloski in the super chat. What's up, fam? Hope everyone is having a great day. Great job at Coda J. Love the crowd interaction. Peace and love, my friends. Peace and love to you too, bro. Yo, listen, I totally enjoyed the, the crowd reactions. It was so much fun. That's like my element. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed talking to so many different fans. Really looking to try to get some Aston Martin fans, Alpha Tari fans, Alpha Male fans. Not so many Alpha Male fans out there aside from fans that had the throwback Charles Leclerc hats. But looking to talk to more fans, different people from different areas of the world. So, yes, that was fun. Also, uh, big shout out for Paul and all the family members supporting that. And big shout out to the family members and people that recognized me out there. It was really cool for people to pull up that... I didn't even know and and asked me for pictures and what asked me for an autograph. That shit was crazy to me, man. So, you know, getting showed a lot of love is, is really appreciated. So appreciate that, Paul. But uh, if we talk about the most non-American American team on the grid, Haas, that is probably only American due to having a P.O. box in North Carolina. I mean, we're talking about 11th and 14th. These upgrades, I mean, the biggest thing they had that was an upgrade to me was an American flag livery on the side of their car, but even Red Bull had that. Haas is not looking like they are doing much. Williams, I want to give Album big salute and big props for once again performing well, bringing home points. Logan Sargent with his first point, but we all know that's just because of the grid shift, not on merit. But it's still a point. He still gets it. It's still there. He wouldn't have gotten it if he wasn't where he needed to be in the event something took place, which we're going to talk about this disqualification situation as well today. We're going to talk about Mercedes's inability to do what they need to do as far as strategy. And we're going to talk some more about the other teams that I want to talk to. So McLaren, Oscar, Oscar has more than a couple of times misjudged his situation on track, even in his beginning races. So that, you know, the situation with there was like, damn. And then let's just, let's, let's talk about Mr. Open Door Lando. Can we talk about that for a second? Can we talk about Mr. Open Door Lando? Lando has got to be Max's most prized bellhop person. Lando opens the door so much, so much for Max. It's not even funny. It's not even, it's not even a game. Look at it. 
It's not even a game. Look at that. Lando literally opens the door. Pin, welcome back, Jay. Hope you enjoy Coda. I did enjoy Coda, bro. Appreciate you. Land, I'm calling him Open Door Lando. Open Door Lando. This dude opens the door very pleasingly, very, very speedy when Max is coming through. But will fight Lewis. Did you see the move that Lando pulled to move? I mean, he gets a move. But it was aggressive. It was really in defense for the position. Why does Lando fight for number two unlike he fights for number one? This was his fight for number one right here. What you see him doing with Max Verstappen. Here you go, Max. Go right on through. And it, it's so funny. The commentator, oh, it's not his race. It's not his race. But his race is with Lewis all the time. All the time. It's always your race to be first. I do understand strategy. I do not understand compromising your tires. But come on, man. At some point in time, you got to do better than that. There's a fight to be had without just completely ruining your race. You just opened the door for Max willingly almost every time so far that I've seen. But yet you'll fight, make moves against Lewis. It is, it is ridiculous. It is ridiculous. And I don't even know how you even deal with yourself, bro. I really don't even know how he deals with himself with doing something like that. And can we please, can we please, pin Lando, knee pads, Norris, go ahead, Maxi, go. You, I, thank you. Knee pads all, the, all day. They not on the inside of his knees. He's putting them on the top so he don't bust them up. Lando, bro, if you're going to be that dude, you got you to gotta start doing something to show Max like, Bro, I'm coming for you when I get the opportunity. I'm not going to just let you by, but I do understand I'm not going to compromise my race. But Lando just literally gets out of the way, just literally moves out of the way. I also want to give a big shout out to Spider R35 says, I'm full on Lando Hater now. Lando damn near almost went off the track. Went off the track to let Max pass, but he want to pull a dangerous move against Lewis, and that's what I'm talking about. He, but listen, it was it was a bomb. It was awesome. The move that Lewis Hamilton pulled off to get by Lando, it just shows his driving acumen, his ability, and his skills. Lewis did make that happen. Big shout out to Yuki. Y'all better put some respect on Yuki's name, okay? It's time to put respect on Yuki's name. Yuki has been performing. Yuki brings home the groceries for Alpha Tari. He is the only driver consistently throughout the season bringing home something so that that team does not starve. Not Danny Rick. Danny Rick come back and didn't do shit. Didn't do nothing. Hasn't done anything. Liam Lawson has done more than Danny Rick in the short time he was there or his short time in Formula One. Danny Rick has not done anything, yet people want to keep dogging Yuki. Yo, Alphatar, I don't know where you're looking, but you better keep Yuki right now until you can find suitable replacements to get you what you need, especially until next season when you get these red RB19 Red Bull hand downs from your mother or your team, the team that you really are. You're just a Red Bull team, really. That's all you are. You're, you're a Red Bull team. Red Bull, four cars, four drivers on the grid at all times. But Yuki, big salute to you, bro. Doing your thing, bringing home some more points. Appreciate that. And... Like I said, Max Charles push. Now let's get let's get down to this. Let's let's start talking about some things, and we're gonna talk about it generally because this was not on this was not 
quarterback armchair quarterback type situation. This wasn't like the game or the race happened the weekend. You watched everything today and decided like, hmm, there were some things that could have been. This was on site while the race was going. I'm watching the race. Pin Lewis breaking ankles all day. Dummy move. That's a fact, Pin. That's a fact, bro. I am watching the race. And I am telling you that I see right there and then in real time as much as little lag as my transmission has on the Formula One TV app. I see right there. Why in the hell haven't they pitted Lewis yet? I'm thinking for two laps now. I'm thinking like what they waiting for. Mercedes are slow in more ways than one. They are cutting themselves short. They are selling Lewis Hamilton short, and they are consistently diminishing what we perceive to be a very knowledgeable and resilient team every time they get the opportunity to do so. They have got to do better, period. Period, they got to do better. So we're going to take a look at this, okay? We'll take a look at this. So first off, all right, first off, let's just... Let's just get this out of the way. All right. First, we're going to talk about this. Yes. The Ash Lewis. Do you think you have any more? They want to know if he has any more laps left in this tire. Okay. Lewis's response was no. Okay. Pretty much. It's tough out here for me. Pretty much no. Okay. I'm not understanding where the disconnect is with a driver who you clearly, clearly know is your number one driver. A driver who we all know is the GOAT, even if they don't admit it. I mean, it's even commentators have said so. And, they, and by the way, I do find it pretty egregious that commentators, do you remember the commentator saying that he was going, Max was going to usher Lando or Charles to the green. So commentators even know Max is going to push you off track. I'm not understanding. I got, I just got to go back to this. I got to go back. I, I apologize. I got to go back to this. How does Max not get a penalty for this? How does he not get a penalty for that? Did somebody explain this to me? That move was so egregious. How does Max not get a penalty for that? How does he not get a penalty for that? Are you serious? There's he's Charles is not even he's not even on the track. How does he not get a penalty for that? It is crazy. Look at how far off track Max pushes this guy. There's no penalty for that whatsoever. That is not even that's not even a that's not even a racing incident, bro. That's not even a racing incident. That is maliciously, aggressively pushing somebody so far off track, it ain't funny. And I just got to ask this question. When are y'all going to get some balls? When is somebody going to say, I am going to stand my ground, and I want to see how far this jackass is going to come over on me, but I'm not moving not one motherfucking inch. I want to see who's going to do it, because that's what it's going to take for you all to force the hands of the people who so much cover up things for Max to say, oh, damn, we're going to have to do something about this. You're going to have to stand your ground. When is it going to happen? 
You're going to have to sacrifice something. No reward is going to come without a sacrifice. Consequences, any of that stuff. But I can tell you this. If you're going to stand for that, you'll stand for any. You won't stand for shit. I'm telling you, if you're not going to stand up in that situation, you won't stand up for anything because that was crazy. I'm telling I am sitting here. I am going to keep my car where it is. What are they going to say? Oh, you should have moved out of the way. No, Max moves over on you. He causes the collision. It's his fault. Ruin his day like he's trying to ruin yours. Stop moving over. That was egregious. I cannot believe he moved over that much to a con. Look at this. He would have pushed him in the wall and you just kept moving over. Why did you just keep moving over? Stay where you are. I would have stayed straight right there. Max would have had to hit me straight up, bro. He's going to have to wreck us both because I'm not moving because that was crazy. I apologize. I had to just get back on that for a minute because I, I couldn't believe that he gave up that much. I'm just tired and sick and tired of seeing that all day long. So anyway, no, Lewis says he does not ha have any more in the tires. So I don't know why they don't listen to him. I have no clue why they're not listening to him. Uh, Spider R35 said they're going to wait till he uh, causes a turn one polyp. Right. They're going to wait till the utmost egregious time to finally do something about all of this shit. So, yeah. So they let this go on. Of course, now there were several other incidences and drivers who had lockups in this area and the wind was crazy at Coda, elevations crazy. So a lot of things probably happened there, but uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure that Lewis Hamilton's tires wearing, getting out of that window were not the best for him. So this is what I want to say right, right here about this whole situation. Now we're going to take a look at this because I am a bit annoyed with Mercedes on how they just clearly didn't understand what was going on. Okay. So right here, we're going to look lap 17 Red Bull pit max. All right. They pit max. I'm trying to figure out why Mercedes didn't see the first clue that they needed to also pit in order to maintain what they were going to have and take advantage of the fact that at this point in time, Lewis Hamilton has a small opportunity to close the gap. Mercedes has a small opportunity to close the gap. Now I want to be very clear at this point in time in the race, I am not thinking that if they pit Lewis now, that he will come out in front of Max because the average time through the pit lane is about 24, 25 seconds, all right? I'm not really looking if it happens, great. But at this point in time, I'm just thinking, close the gap that when Lewis comes out of the pit lane, he's only maybe a couple or three seconds behind Max. That's what I'm thinking. Close this gap, okay? So, why they did not pit Lewis right after? This is lap 18. You see Max's lap time. Two minutes was his last lap. Lewis Hamilton is 140. Average time through pit lane is 25 seconds, 24 to 25 seconds. If you, have to, if you don't stop, average travel is 20 seconds. I say 24 to 25 because Mercedes can't do pit stops. 
That's why I say 25, because they suck at pit stops. I cannot believe they back to back screwed up the pit stops. And if anybody says that Mercedes is not the person or who needs to be blamed for losing this race for Lewis Hamilton, I don't know what you were watching. In more than two occasions, they lost this race for Lewis Hamilton. The first one is this pit stop strategy in which they want to try to sell off as, are we just trying, we just trying to offset. What are you trying to offset? The time is already there. What are you waiting on? And then you go and put him on a hard tire. Well, shit, you already offset right there in tire compound. Max is going to be on a medium tire, which will then be two laps older. You're going on a hard tire, which for sure has longer that duration of life. I don't understand why that's not a, enough offset for you. And he did good on the hard tires. But anyway, Mercedes, as, as we continue on, two minutes. What the hell were you waiting on? You know what they were waiting on? They were waiting on nothing. They were waiting to give themselves an opportunity to fail. Then we get lap 19. Of course, Max does what Max does in the RB19, y'all. Fastest lap. Look at bro's time. Max is, is like he's already done a better lap on his mediums than Lewis Hamilton's old medium. So right now, it's, it's like, okay, what are we going to do? Right, if we're going to do something, it definitely needs to be done right now. They wait even longer. They wait. Look at Lewis Hamilton's time, 142.7. Look at his next time. When they keep waiting to 20, 140, a damn near a second off. He told you the tires were not doing well and he was already struggling. What's up, fam? Glad everyone is back home safe and from Coda. Yes, sir. So Lewis has already told you, I'm struggling. What were they waiting on? You waited another three laps. Max was outside the pit window. You wait for him to get in the window. It is, it, it, no, there's no excuse for that. Just say it. Mercedes, we've been fucking up. We've been doing we've been doing a pretty bad job with these strategies like in the worst times. You've been doing bad at strategies at the worst times. And when I say the worst times, I mean in the best time that you have to either capitalize and get a win or capitalize and be on podium. Mercedes has cost their drivers through poor strategy plenty of times this season. And that's when I say they are studying long and studying wrong. They're too slow. They're waiting for what? What are you waiting for? Now, let's look at this because this is something else we're going to look into real, real quick because I got to talk to Mercedes about this. I want some answers on this right here. This is what I want answers on. I am trying to see why is it Lewis Hamilton comes into the pits and is getting three points. No. Why is it that any of your drivers are coming into the pits, Lewis or Russell, and getting 3.6, damn near four-second pit stops? Four-second pit stops, Mercedes? Are you serious right now? Where is that okay for a team such as yourself? I can understand maybe Haas. I mean, we got McLaren out here, 1.8 seconds on pit stops. 
I'm not even asking you for that. I'm just asking you for 2.5s, 2.3s on average. That's all I'm asking for. I'm not asking for 1.8s, 1.9s, two-second flats. I'm asking for good top-team pit stops. No more than 2.8s, 2.7s. Can we get that? Well, you want your answer, Wolfpack? Can you get those type of pit stops? Sure you can. Just not with Lewis Hamilton. Here you go. Lewis Hamilton comes out behind Max Verstappen by almost 5 seconds or more if they had got the pit stop right had they called him in sooner he would have probably been two seconds behind max which indeed would have put him where he needed to be as we get into this 3.6 seconds of a pit stop for your seven-time world driving champion number one driver lewis hamilton who has been doing the driving for you this season and is up in the driver championship points, unlike Russell. But wait a minute. Oh, oh, wait, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Hold, hold on. Hold on. Let me, let me, uh, let me clean my eyes out. Did y'all just see what I saw? Did y'all just see what I saw? If you didn't see it, let me show you to again. Look at that image. Look at that image. Hamilton, 3.6 seconds, 24.1 seconds in pit altogether. And Russell gets a 2.8. 2.8. Russell getting 2.8 pit stops. So, is, so is, it is possible. Just for some reason, Lewis Hamilton comes into the pits, which is in a better position to win the race for Mercedes. And he's getting 3.6s. But Lewis... Lewis can't get 2.8, but it's okay. It's okay. This is, you know, I understand. First time, just not regular. It's not going to happen twice. Next time, you know, pit stops are going to be more consistent throughout the drivers, right? That's what we're looking for. So, of course, we get into it. Next, we come down. Look at this. They don't even have the damn tire on. Look at the right side. They don't even have the tire on. This is what I'm saying when I tell you all the time, Mercedes, fire your pit crew, fire them because they cannot do the job consistently at all. They don't even have the damn tire on. The other side is waiting for them to get the tire on. And even without that type of fumble, Mercedes has still had BS pit stops. It is unexcusable. You do not have the margin of error that you had once before when you at least built a car that was decent, that was good, that was the best. You've built a shit box and you're trying to dig yourself out of a hole right now. And yet you choose to consistently screw up pit stops. It's almost like a kicker missing field goals, missing extra points, missing putting the ball where it needs to be on the field when we kick off to nail the team back to their goal line. This is crazy. It is egregious. And it is happening too often. But it doesn't stop there. It doesn't stop there. Because what do they do? They bring Lewis Hamilton in again. Bring him in again, y'all. 3.4 seconds. So on the first pit stop, between Lewis Hamilton and Russell, we got almost eight tenths. Almost eight tenths, almost a second. Almost a second difference in a pit stop. Here, 
Lewis Hamilton called in again, 3.4 seconds. Okay, 3.4 seconds. It's still horrible. It is still deplorable. But you know what? I'm willing to be okay with if y'all going to be consistent through the board. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my damn. Are you serious? 2.5 seconds for Russell again. Well, shit, this is becoming like a trend. Almost another second. So two seconds that you've cost your driver in pit lane, but not your other driver. So Lewis's difference in pit stops between he and Russell is two seconds negative. You've cost Lewis Hamilton two seconds over the course of two pit stops, not to mention the time that you cost him by not calling him in on the 18th lap. The lap right after Max pitted, you should have called Lewis in. At least no later than by 19, you should have called him in. Rambo, it seemed like the Merck pit crew is great crew for, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, they mu it must be Red Bull pit crew working for Mercedes. So here we go right here. Here's where things are. Are looking good right there. Do you see that lap 55 Lewis Hamilton two seconds behind Max Verstappen. Okay. Well, let's take, let's, let's take a look at some things. Let's take a look at some things. So if we, if we look right here, this is the whole pit crew debacle that they just ultimately screwed up. Okay. We get into later into the race. Now, of course, right here, you'll see that Matt uh, Sainz has, you know, the fastest lap. But we're really focused in on Lewis Hamilton coming pit out. And when he comes out of the pits, where where he's going to be. All right. So we're looking at Max Verstappen. Boom. They're right there. Five seconds. He's five plus seconds outside of Max. Had they done what they were supposed to do with the pit and with calling me in in time, we likely would have seen the gap between Lewis and Max be more like two to three seconds. If, if, if Lewis comes out in front of Max, even better for Mercedes, right? So let's get into this. We're in lap 50. Lewis Hamilton is three-something seconds behind Max Verstappen. This is why I told people, this is why I'm telling you, Mercedes cost Lewis Hamilton this race. Right there between lap 17 and lap 20 is where they lost the race for Lewis Hamilton. There are plenty of seconds in there. Had they done what they were supposed to do by looking at the damn data. Oh, shit. His last lap was two minutes. Oh, shit. Max Verstappen just came in. Oh, shit. Three teams, including our their other driver, pitted. Why are we pitting Lewis Hamilton right now? Is he... Is he not competitive in the race or something? Why Why are we not pitting him? Did somebody ask out or did they just say, yeah, you know, we about to pull off some ooh, magical Mercedes. Y'all going to watch and see. No, no, not at all. Not at all. You fell flat on your face and you cost your driver the race. That is what they did. So don't try to tell me that Mercedes didn't lose the race for Lewis. Yes, they did. They didn't call him in soon enough like they've done so many other times. The pit crew shrewd up like they've done so many other times.
The race was lost for Lewis Hamilton by Mercedes between lap 17 and lap 20 is when they threw it in the trash can. But Lewis does what he does, and he closes a five-second gap. And if we go to the next lap, you'll see, boom, right here, two seconds. Two seconds. Look at that. Less than two seconds in the final lap of the race. Less than two seconds. Y'all, y'all, hey, I'm telling you right now. They cost Lewis Hamilton that race. They cost him that race. Big facts. 1.89 seconds in lap 55. They cost Lewis the race, y'all. Straight up. How many, how many times, how many times are they going to keep doing this? How many times are we going to keep seeing Mercedes fumble it up? Like they channeling their inner Ferrari. It, it, it wasn't even something that we saw after the fact. We're looking in real time. Lap 17, Max Pitts. Next, the next damn three cars that Pitts is Red Perez. It was Ferrari and it was McLaren. I think it was Lando and Charles or Sainz, one of the Ferraris. What about that doesn't tell Mercedes, like, we need to pit. I mean, look at his lap time. He's only going to get better on this following up lap. We have a small window. We should be pitting. Even the commentators put, called it in real time. We should be pitting. He should have pitted. They should have pitted him. And you were putting him on a hard tire, too? Come on, PN Mac luck again with DRS on the last lap for Coda. And I'm going to tell you something about that, PN. We're going to talk about that because I'm, we're going to talk about that. We're going to, I'm going to leave that for another conversation. No, I'm going to say it now. I do not think I'm going to, I'm going to hold it. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. I'm going to do it. But PN, I, I completely agree with you on that. But outside of that, there wasn't luck needed to be involved with him having DRS had Mercedes done what they were supposed to do lap 18, at least minimum by lap 19. But wait to lap 20. What were I don't even need to ask you. What were you doing? You, you weren't you were doing shenanigans, shenanigans. So. Also, I would like to say and point out that Max is definitely. Max definitely becomes a bigger crybaby when things get a little tight. I mean, damn, Max, GP. I mean, you can talk while you breaking, but GP can't talk to you while you breaking, bro, about these breaks. Let's let's just talk about let's talk about these breaks real quick. Let's 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 just talk about the breaks. I want I want to talk about the breaks just a little bit. I just want to say that if we're looking, you know, Max the breaks. All right, so right here we got Park Ferme. The following right here, the following parameters have been replaced uh, during Park Ferme yesterday and today. Red Bull Racing, car number one, parts replaced. For car number one, Max Verstappen, parts replaced right here. It says engine cover oil sample hatch. It says uh, right-hand right hand side floor mounting bracket. It says left-hand side driver mirror lens frame. I don't see shit about no brake pads. I don't see anything about no brakes. 
I don't see anything about any breaks. And I don't see Max Verstappen or Red Bull on here again. Nothing about breaks. So, so oh, oh, my bad. Right here, we got McLaren Mercedes. Rear brake duck, uh, cascade mount. Rear front brakes duck. So they did something with their brakes. But Max, you ain't got nothing on here about no brakes, bro. So I be telling y'all, Max is pro. Let me tell you, it wasn't the brakes. What it was was the pressure. What it was was Max seeing that, oh, shit. Lewis might be about to win a race when I'm on track in the fastest car probably built in Formula One. Uh, yeah, and what does he do? He start crying. He start already laying the, laying the groundwork for the excuses to be made. Bro, nobody changed your brake pad. I didn't see, I didn't see it. So if there's another document that shows, that shows documentation, I don't hear shit about no hearsay, that shows documentation that during Park Ferme, Max Verstappen brakes were changed and are adjusted. Talk to me then. But right now, I don't see anything on Max's list about brakes. Cover hatches, floor mount brackets, and a driver mirror lens frame. Not brake pads. There were no brake pads different. What was different is Lewis Hamilton was breathing down your damn neck in a subpar car. What would have been the difference had Mercedes done what they were supposed to do during the pit stop window, you would have been passed by Lewis Hamilton and he would have won the race. And that's what you were sweating about. It had nothing to do with your brakes. Maybe your brakes weren't working because your legs didn't have the strength to get down on the brake pad because you were shaking and trembling in your boots. Maybe that's what was happening. That can cause a little less pressure on the, on the brake when you shaking and trembling. That's, maybe that's what was going on. Just maybe. Just, just point that out, man. Max with his fan on brake, brake change of brakes. If they were changed, did they not document that during part for me? Because it had to been doing that, right? So just saying, Max, but okay, you know, you got it, bro. You know, hey, your brakes. So now let's get into this because I'm going I'm to casually speak about this. I'm going to casually speak about this. First off, we have this DQ, all right? They DQ'd Lewis Hamilton. They DQ'd Charles Leclerc for planks being out of spec. Okay. All right. Planks being out of spec as an auditor, which I've done some auditing in a very sensitive and very high classified type situation. So auditing usually typically has framework. Okay. As an auditor, it's not so much your position to go in and try to nail somebody or try to just execute, you know, execute to find pinpoint. I'm going to ruin your day. An auditor is about showing the client that these things need to be done, or this is what you're not doing either to be intolerant, to be within the regulations, to be within standards, and this is what should be done. We need you to correct those things. And if you haven't corrected those things, you have multiple findings. We're going to have to find you. Okay. That's what auditors are supposed to do. Also, when you're doing an audit and you pull what is called a sample size, because supposedly there were four cars on this document. It says 
plankware inspection was carried out on cars number 16 and 44, Charles and Lewis Hamilton. I don't see on this document anything about Max Verstappen Orlando. I also don't see anything that could be random about the top four being selected. But okay, even if it's random, even if you selected them because they finished higher, I'm going to roll with that. This is still where they went wrong, and I know they know this because they're going to continue to do the BS, but we're going to call it out. So car 16 and 44 outside with an article 3.5.9 echo, which we indeed did. We I looked at that, and we will look at that at a later date if you want to try to break it down. But this is my problem. We then have the point and the fact that, yes, Lewis Hamilton is found to be out Mercedes, really, because it's not Lewis Hamilton's job to check this car. So for for somebody to say Lewis Hamilton, it's not Lewis Hamilton's job to check this car. You know, the same reason why they got subpar pit stops because they lack. I guess they need to address a lot of areas in Mercedes. Why this wasn't checked, I don't know. Because you know at Coda, not only do the bumps in the road change because of the land that the track is built on, but they're always there. They're just in different places. How you didn't make sure you checked this is an indictment on Mercedes and the lack of responsibility that they've shown majority of the season and to the driver. So, yes, Lewis Hamilton, DQ for floor. And it says right here, during the hearing, the team acknowledged the measurement performed by the FIA technical team was correct and stated the stewards note the onus is on the competitor, although although they admit correct and stated high wear on skid pads was probably a result of the unique combination of the bumpy track and a sprint race scheduled that minimized the time to set up and check the car before the race. They note that. Cool. Responsibility is still on Mercedes to check that, and I fully agree with it. I fully agree with that. Mercedes, it was your responsibility to make sure that that car was in fit and in standards so you didn't have to worry about it. And at that time, here's the second reason why Mercedes cost Lewis Hamilton not only a win had he captured it, but his podium at Coda. Mercedes cost their driver that. But this is where I'm going to have some issues with the FIA as an as a person who has done audits. This is where my issue comes in. If you supposedly pulled. If you supposedly pulled four cars for what you are saying is a random inspection, supposedly four cars they pulled as a random inspection. Two of these cars out of your sample of four out of 20 failed the sample size. So 50% failed your test. That is not acceptable for you then to say that's it. As an auditor, if I pull a sample size of four out of 20, then find out that the two out of the four I pulled as my sample size because I didn't want to pull all 20. Jefferson says... A random sampling which 50% of the cars test failed. Why? Thank you. 
This is what I'm talking about, Jefferson. If I pull four as a sample size out of 20, two of the four failed, which is 50% of my sample size, I then am going to pull either four more to sample or I'm going to pull all the other 16 cars and test them. Because what that tells me is I have a failing margin within a sample size that I pulled, which I think is good enough that if it gives me a pass, then I can say majority of this should be good. If it gives me a fail, then it tells me majority of this shit's probably bad. So I'm pulling all 16 cars and we are testing the planks. Because if two out of the four top teams now, Mercedes and Ferrari are out of spec, I need to know how many of these other cars are out of spec. FI are full of shit for not doing that. They're full of shit for not doing that. Point blank, period. That was lack, and that is not how an audit should continue on if your sample size fails right there and then. It's not. That was totally incorrect. As an auditor, I would cite the FIA for failure to comply or with up uphold standards. I would cite their asses. Because if I'm looking at your documentation, you told me you pulled a sample size of four. 50% of your sample size failed, yet you didn't continue to pull other samples to find out how deep or how bad the rest of that was? Oh, no, you're not running your organization right. Oh, no, 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 you're not doing this right because that means that you're telling me that you're okay with failing standards. And as an organization, if you're okay with doing failing standards, then your teams or people that are up under your control are definitely failing in standards. Rambro, Ferrari got caught, but Sotolos Hamilton was the real target. That, that's what it's going to look like. Spider R35, FIA was scared that half the grid would be dead. That's what it is. If that's what it is, then that's what it is. If, if half the grid failed, so be it. But at least you as an auditing organization had integrity. That's not integrity. You don't say my sample size failed and don't test 20 more cars. I know auditors who have had thousands of documents they've went through because their sample size failed and you can't go through 16 more cars. I don't give a shit if they packed up. I don't give a damn if they on the way to the airport. Bring that shit back to the track. They got to be tested right now. Right now. Anthony Carrier, Aston Martin would win appeals. Then let them win it. Aston Martin, they do what they're supposed to do. Why didn't Mercedes appeal something like Aston Martin did to bring other people into the shit? Like, hey, uh, you got you need to test them too. That wasn't exactly right. Mercedes should have had a document ready. Hey, okay, well, we failed. I want to know why you're not testing the other 16 cars. 50% of your sample size failed. That tells me that some of this other shit might not be right, not just ours. Test them. Test them all because you failed in your sample size. Just saying. Just saying. But, hey, you know, it's too much like right. They got who they really wanted to get. You know, they don't mind it. Before now, and I get tired of people talking, oh, that's not it. Before now, we come in with this whole jury thing with Lewis Hamilton. That's the issue. That's the issue, right? We're coming in now with this floor situation. Before the floor situation with Lewis Hamilton, it was another situation. It was the track crossing situation. But you didn't revisit Max passing, walking down the middle. He did not get approval to walk down the middle of the damn tra track in Monza. You, 
Did somebody going to show me or let me hear the radio transmission that told Logan he can walk across a live pit lane while cars were just coming in it? No fine. Stop it. Stop it. If it's too much like coincidence, it's not coincidence. It is an occurrence that is happening and something is behind it or motivating it. But, you know, what I say, you know, too much. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. Just, hey, sit down and show me. Show me the documents. Okay, yeah. We didn't list, you know, I, I know that you saw, you know, those two cars on the document, but the other two cars were on this other doc. Okay, cool. I'm cool with that. But still, even if you tell me that you had the four cars on document, you still told me 50% of your sample size failed. So where is the rest of the testing to verify that all of your teams are adhering to the regulations? You don't have that, do you? Because you didn't do it. You got Lewis Hamilton. You threw Charles in with him. And you said, okay, it's all good. No, it's not all good. And the way you did that is the same way that we believe you will be have been running the sport and continue to run the, run the sport like shit. Inconsistently. Consistently inconsistent is what you've been and what you're doing. And it's it's really wearing thin on American fans. Max got his ass booed max got booed in coda he held up that trophy i told you all in america maybe on politics we have some riffs but when it comes to sports we don't like cheaters they know max and red bull y'all cheating i ain't saying that the floor situation look good with mercedes but they noted why that situation was Excessive wear during the course of an event, just like Red Bull can't get right when they have uh, alternate alternative tire allocations and our sprint weekends. You do realize Red Bull suffer when they are put in a fine window to make adjustments. They don't really do so great. Red Bull don't do so great with making things happen in a small amount of time. And Mercedes failed this time in doing that as well. They didn't check the floor and they should have checked the plank. They should have checked the plank after that whole time. Hey, you know what? Listen, we've been paying attention to that. Put a new plank on there. Just mount it up. I don't give a damn. Put a new plank in there before that car goes right now. Do it. Matter of fact, sacrifice the sprint race. Put a new plank on there. That way we'd be good for the actual race on Sunday. I don't give a damn. Forget the sprint. Risk it. Put the plank on there. We'll take it. That's Mercedes' fault. They failed. They did, they did what they did. So it is what it is. You know, Coda was still good. Excellent race, by the way. Just, yeah, yeah, just things happen. And I guess this is what happened. So uh, will the FIA get better? I don't, I don't, I don't count on it. I don't. 70 Dodge, man. Big shout out to our latest, most recent. I took the VIP box from here, bro. Brought it to Texas with me and delivered it right to Dodge, man, at turn one with a 25-foot Ford. I got it on video. I'm going to post the video. I'm going to post the video so y'all can see it. Hand-delivered VIP box to Dodge, man. Jay, thanks for pulling up, man. VIP box is awesome. Glad I got to see you at the track. I sent some pics on your IG bet. Appreciate that, bro. Definitely will go ahead and post that. Very much appreciated. Thank you for what you do. Thank you all for what you do. Thank you all for being here. Thank you all for logging on and listening to me rant and talk about Formula One and do everything else I do. I appreciate my community. You are my community. I appreciate what you do for me. I appreciate your encouragement, all of that good stuff. But uh, listen, I have not eaten yet, and I'm hungry. 
They didn't get in till early this morning, late, didn't even sleep for nothing but three hours. And, you know, so now I'm here. So I'm about to get ready to go get me some eat. I'm going to cook me some lamb chops. I really do like lamb chops. That's what I'm about to do. And I'm about to sit down in my recliner, chill for about five minutes. And I'm going to go pick up my little one. And then I'm going to do what else I do for the rest of the day. So y'all be safe. Y'all be great. Peace and love. Wolfpack out. Boom.